The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. In the lead up to Christmas, our podcast is brought to you by Woolworths. Whether you're looking for the perfect ham, beautiful fresh cherries or your favourite seafood, Woolworths has everything picked for Christmas. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 4th of December. In your squeeze today, Australia's backwards slide in education, NATO meets in London and Spotify's Songs of the Decade. This is your squeeze today. Starting today talking about education, as overnight a big report came out, Claire, it's released every three years. It's titled The Program for International Student Assessment. It's called the PISA Report. It looks at the maths, reading and science skills of 600,000 15-year-olds from 79 nations, so it's a big one. 14,000 of those were Aussie students, and what it showed is that here in Australia, their performance in all those areas is in steady decline. And when you look at a slide of that, it really does tell the story over a longer period of time. Uh, But where we've landed in that 2018 test is that we've failed for the first time to exceed the OECD average in maths and we've slid down the global rankings in reading and science. Since 2003, Australian students have fallen behind a full year in maths and almost a full school year in reading and science. And when you look at our comparative results compared to countries like China and Singapore, we're more than three years behind them in math skills. So that's particularly concerning. For some comfort, we're on par with Sweden, New Zealand, the US, the UK and Japan. But naturally, the conversations quickly turned to funding. That's gone the opposite direction of results, increasing $20 billion since the report started about 20 years ago. And that's done nothing to address the decline. So that's really concerning Mm. to administrators. Uh, Federal Education Minister Dan Tehan said that the results were disappointing, which is a bit of an understatement. Um, He is meeting with state and territory ministers next week at an Education Council meeting. No doubt it will be very prominent on the agenda. Donald Trump has touched down in London for the NATO meeting. That's a get-together of 29 North American and European nations. This is taking place in the UK only 10 days out from an election clip. It's not really great timing for Boris Johnson. Of course, it's always a bit difficult when you've got a big major foreign power coming to your neighbourhood just a few days before an election. Commentators have said that they really think that Boris Johnson doesn't want Trump to get a bit carried away, which he tends to do uh, and endorse him uh, in the election, which wouldn't go down particularly well with voters, they say. And what can we expect from the meeting? Noting last year, Donald Trump made it very clear he wasn't happy with the defence contributions the US made compared to other nations in the alliance, something he's already reiterated via a tweet, of course, this year. (laughs) He does like the Twitters, doesn't he? Yes, it is an issue, NATO, um, particularly with Donald Trump's election and his approach to these kind of foreign alliances. He, of course, in the past, and not just with NATO, but other arrangements with nations has put a real spotlight on the sort of relationship that the US has and whether they're actually getting anything out of it or not. NATO is definitely one of those. Emmanuel Macron, the French president, made a comment in the lead up to this summit that 
that NATO was currently brain dead, which is his quote. That is something that will be at the forefront of this meeting because they're having a bit of a crisis about what NATO does, how it's funded and how it moves forward into the future after 70 years of transatlantic cooperation. Noting that Macron and Trump have already fronted a press conference together. It's been described as tense. Tense is a very good word for it, yeah. It's very uncomfortable in a lot of spots and, in fact, it looks like Macron is fact-checking Trump in real time. It's something to behold. There's a link to that in the Squeeze Today email. And an interview with Virginia Dufresne has aired in the UK, Claire. She's one of the women who claims she was a victim of sex trafficking by Jeffrey Epstein. In this interview, she alleges that at age 17, she was coerced into having sex with Prince Andrew. Yes, it's been a long-awaited interview, that one, and if Buckingham Palace officials had any hope that the Prince Andrew saga would just fade quietly into the background. It's just not going away. Uh, That, of course, has also been stepped up with the United States authorities expressing an interest in interviewing Prince Andrew over his relationship with Epstein and all of these things that are now being very publicly canvassed. Yeah, interesting to note that interview was recorded prior to Prince Andrew's sit-down with the BBC only a week or so ago. And yesterday, the good news was that Tamara McBeath Riley had been found alive after missing south of Alice Springs for more than 10 days. Now her travel companion, a man from Adelaide, Fu Tran, has also been found alive. It's just the third member of that group, Claire Hockridge, who remains lost, Claire. Lots of concerns for her, but some hope that given Fu Tran, the man uh, from South Australia who was found yesterday huddled by a water tank, uh, if he was still alive and doing okay, then there's hope certainly that Hockridge could be found and those searches continue today. Fingers crossed for good news tomorrow. The RBA kept interest rates on hold yesterday. That's the final rates announcement for the year. And the forecast of a hot summer here in Australia has our energy market operator nervous about our electricity supply, especially in Victoria. It's nervous because there's a big coal-fired electricity plant in the Latrobe Valley that's still not operational. It was meant to be up and running at the start of December and AGL, which operates that plant, says that it should be mid-December. So they'll be um, very nervously uh, waiting that to come online. There's also a gas plant in the west of the state that's on on the blink. So with those couple of things, there's real concern that Victorian residents and businesses could see their power cut if there's really hot days and everyone turns their air conditioning on. Yeah, which they'll do. AEMO, which is the Australian energy market operator, uh, also says that other parts of the country are at risk if there's bushfires and extreme weather events over summer. So definitely people will be having their fingers crossed that it all goes well. And expect a few decade lists as we head into 2020. Today, Spotify has released its most streamed songs of the past 10 years, Claire. So the most streamed song of the 2010s is Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Good tune. Uh, And that goes to our subject line today. So uh, we'll whack that in. That's um, I May Be Crazy, Don't Mind Me. I quite like that line. Whenever I hear that song, that's what gets stuck (laughs) in my head. Uh, One Dance from Drake uh, is the next uh, most streamed song. He is also the most streamed artist of the 2010s. So I noticed that Eminem's in there, number five on the list. When he makes a hit, he really makes a hit. Yeah, Post Malone, Ariana Grande, that's the top five. 
And it's Wednesday, which means only three more episodes of the podcast, including today's, to go until I stop asking you, loyal listeners, to please give us <laughs> feedback by taking the survey included in your episode notes. It'll take about five minutes to do, and if not out of the goodness of your heart, then do it because if you do, you'll go in the draw to win a Sparrow Designs bag worth about $600. Episode notes can be found for those listening in Apple Podcasts by clicking on the purple details button underneath today's podcast description. And for Spotify and other apps, you should see the link underneath the play button. Thank you in advance for doing that. And to those who have already done it, really appreciate it. One other thing we like about Sparrow Designs, Claire, is that the founder, Amy Fit, is a squeezer from way back. She was really on to us right from the start, wasn't yeah. she? And uh, very pleasingly, we've followed her uh, development as she grows her business and she's always supported us. So we're really thrilled to be able to promote her this week. And the Three Minute Squiz is a really good read. It is. The Three Minute Squiz is a weekly written interview with a subscriber and can be found via a link at the top of the Squiz Today email or on our website. That's all from us today. Great news for Squiz Shortcuts, Claire. It's been named in Apple's best best listens of 2019. That was a good bit of news to wake up to this morning. Wasn't it? And there's only like six or seven podcasts in that list. So we're in really very great company and it's just fantastic news for us. And thank you so much to everyone who's listened to our shortcuts. We really enjoy doing them. And uh, yeah, it's really lovely to get a bit of a mention. We're pretty stoked about it. Thank you, Apple. And thank you, as you said, to everyone who listens to Squeeze Shortcuts. Uh, We actually have a new Shortcuts episode dropping this afternoon. That's on the US-China trade war that by popular demand. Enjoy your Wednesday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more.